folks. This is Gabriel, Saving Bernice, Part 24. When I got home and took a shower, ate some food, and sat down at my desk to take care of some business, I had been neglecting my business for about two months, as you well know. It was really getting to me. My money was dwindling before my eyes, and I'd never, ever say anything to anybody about it. But I can say it to you now. I have... There has to be a balance, okay? All my customers expect me to be there when there's a problem and you're only good as your last job remember that you're only good as your last job and that's the kind of business i was in even though i practically gave everything away it was they expected you to be there in their time of trouble, and they didn't care what your excuse was. And balancing all these things was starting to get to me. I must say, I was getting a little short. It's just that I was doing everything, and I was getting no help. Even the banana nut bread was starting to take kind of a back seat. <laughs> and, you know, that was my motivation. You know, but it's okay. It's just about taking care of what I was thinking. If I could just get her in this house move her in, and then take it from there. I could rest. I could get back to business and make a little money until the next dilemma, I thought. Wow, how her ex-husband did it, I'll never know. Well, he was never home. He had his own apartment. We came to find out. He had that thing a while. The night is going to be different, I thought to myself. Tonight, it was not going to be about watching that dog get off first and, and allowed him, you know, you know what I mean. Tonight, I'm buying a very expensive wine. You know, she loves wine, the kind she likes. And we're going to get warm and fuzzy inside and then get cozy on the outside and just have a celebration. Everything's done but moving in. I drove over in my Ford Escape. 
that if you know me by now, it was spotless inside and out. And it smelled like a new car smell inside there. It was probably 10 years old, and I never used it. I just had it during, uh, in case of funerals, weddings, or taking her out, you know, and wanted to go somewhere nice, nice. Well, like a special occasion, you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, McDonald's or Burger King or whatever, right? <laughs> okay. Anyways, everything was done as far as I was concerned. All the papers had been signed by now, and uh, everything had been transferred to the bank, her money, and the keys were given to her, and everything was beautiful. And I thought it'd be nice to just have a night out to ourselves. When I arrived at Bernice's house, in the same way I left it, everything was in a disarray. I just about cringed. I was, I was, I was short. I was really starting. Maybe I should just leave, I thought to myself. I'm not in a good mood, I thought to myself. This is crazy. She still has impact. One box, and we've got the keys. She owns a house. She's got the deed. Come on. Ugh. Anyways, I was going to make it about us, though, tonight. I went op over and to the kitchen, opened a bottle of wine that I had bought. Expensive, like $20. Yeah, I splurged. Anyways, we stayed and we watched a movie on the couch in the family room. And, of course, that dog was all over us, finally, finally settling down about a third through the movie. And then we watched the movie, ate popcorn that I had made, and drank our wine. Now, when the movie was over... It was time for bed. Well, I left her downstairs and just made an excuse. And she went and cleaned the dishes. And, and she was doing small stuff that girls do. And um, I went and went into the bedroom and I was worrying about that dog. I didn't want that dog to interrupt us at all. I snuck upstairs, excused myself, and snuck upstairs. I made an excuse. I don't know what it was. Who cares? And I went upstairs, and I remade the bed with um, 
brand new sheets that were washed and made the bed beautiful, which it wasn't when I got there. I put on new sheets, new pillowcases. Nothing had that residual of that dog on it, if you know what I'm saying. Maybe that blanket that I put over the comforter, but at this stage, I didn't care. So I went down, back downstairs, and I grabbed her hand gently, and I started walking her up the stairs. Well, of course, the dog took off past us. He knew where I was going. Right up, almost knocking her off balance, and he jumped into that bed, started scratching the um, comforter all with his front paws, getting it into a ball, and then proceeded to do his business, humping that blanket. Oh, if you don't, when we walked in, we were watching him. He looked over at us and then looked straight forward and finished his business, and then he discharged. You know, I had enough of this crap. But we were going to need that anyways. We weren't going to need that comforter. It was kind of cool out, but it's okay. I'll just I'll throw it on the floor. Maybe he'll chase it. Who knows? I put, I had the sheets on. And I undressed her, and then I put her into bed, pulled back the sheet, top sheet, and put her in the bed, and then put the sheet over as not to make her feel uncomfortable. All the lights were off. You could see the lights from the neighbors across the pond shining in, and that's all the light we needed. I proceeded to take off my clothes. I turned around, and there was that dog lying in my spot, thankfully on top of the sheets, while she was watching me. Well, they both were watching me undress, and he was lying his head on my pillow. Ugh! I said to her, don't I deserve just one night without that dog interfering with our lovemaking? After everything I've done, her response was, What do you mean? I thought to myself, Pick your battles. Pick your battles. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be one of those nights after you're done Make another lie up and just leave. Don't use that pillow for nothing. It's probably got ticks on it or whatever, fleas or whatever. I'm not lying on that pillow. I just bite past that dog then. I was going to be happy this night regardless of that stupid dog. Well, 
we began making love. The more she moaned, the more excited I got, and I must have found the right spot because I kept it up, and she was now doing something she hadn't done because I just ignored the dog for the first time. And I didn't go down on her. I just performed. You understand. You know. In and out. In and out. I thought we were still under the sheets with that dog right next to us. And then all of a sudden, at the small of my back, oh, Let's say on my right oblique, look it up on the Google, I felt warm. A sharp pain, and then, and it wasn't from the sweat that we were generating, it was more normal from the sweat. And then I started feeling pain in the, my oblique at the small of my back, and it was really starting to throb. But I was so into what I was doing, I almost dismissed it, but it was feeling warm. I was in the throes of my lovemaking, and you know you don't feel nothing but what you're concentrating on at that time. But then the pain started taking over my concentration at the time. And I put my hand back there, not losing rhythm at all, and I brought it back up and looked at my hand because she was still screaming for the ceiling. And I stopped dead in my tracks. I rolled out and over, and there was a small pool of blood. What the heck? I thought to myself, I looked over at the dog, and he gave me one of those sideward glances like, "Uh uh-oh, oh my God, I'm in trouble now. I don't know how much trouble I'm in, but, you know, the kind when they poop on the floor and they know better, that kind of look. And you're scolding them? Well, I didn't scold him. And he knew he crossed the line. Now the blood, as I stood up, started trickling down my leg my right leg, I said, you've got to be kidding me. This, uh, no, this didn't. And I looked, and I looked behind me, and oh, my God, I was trying to wipe the blood out. He got me good. I still have a scar. Anybody who wants to see it, I still have a scar from this. He bit me deep. I was in awe. I was shocked. 
I was mortified. <laughs> you mean while I was making love to you, my response was, I've never talked cross to her ever. He bit me, I said, and I'm beating, bleeding pretty good. Don't get me wrong, folks. I've bled before, and I've had way worse than this. But it was the idea that I had to put up with this week after week, month after month, and then go down, clean her house for spotless, and then make an excuse why I had to go home and get a nap. Week after week, I had had enough. I was upset. Here's your choice, Bernice. Do you want your dog, or do you want me in this bedroom when we're together making love? Her response was, I'm not getting rid of my dog. That's not what I said, Bernice. I said, while we're in this bedroom making love, it's either me or the dog that makes love to you. Choose. Now she was getting angry. Why? I don't know why. This is what I'm thinking. Why is she getting mad? Her response should have been, Oh, it'll always be you, lover. No, it wasn't that, though. I said, choose. Me or the dog, I said. And I was upset. Her response once again was, I've already answered your question. I said, fine. I said, okay. Like I say, just before something happens, you know. With that, blood still running down my leg, and it's going pretty good now. He got me good. I didn't realize how good he had gotten me. I got dressed and everything was getting bloody on the floor and on me. I was putting on my shoes, and I did not say a word. I walked out of that bedroom, and I walked out the door, and that was that. I had had hey, enough. Ma, please be quiet. I'm trying to do a podcast down here.